I think your back would hurt and you'd lash out. Looks aren't everything, but like, dead. The shirts, folks, they're done. Where are you going, loco? What's your favorite cheese in it? No, ask me the pickle. Oh, what's your favorite pickle? Slice. <laughs> but I do love a spear. She wants to. What I don't like is the whole honcho. I'll eat it. Once I break through the ice. Yeah, there's cat you know, hair all over this it, mic. Yeah. <laughs> boom, chicka boom. Um, yeah, when you bite into a whole pickle... All those juices go everywhere. That's what I'm saying. When I have to bite into a full pickle, I need to go outside and I need to be hunched over like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Just in case, you know, it splatters. It splats. (laughs) It hits it back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. What's up, Monica? (laughs) Shut up, Rachel. Oh. Okay, you would be Mo- no. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Monica. I think I'm a mixture of Phoebe. Yeah. And Rachel. With a hint of Monica. Yeah. But also I'm Chandler too. A little oh, bit. Oh, we're adding them in? I'm gonna add them in. Okay. Chandler's my favorite. I'm Monica Lewinsky. The- <laughs> Monica with a little bit of Joey. Yes. And then some Rachel. Yes. I see the Joey. I'm definitely I'm Ch- Joey Triviani. You are. <laughs> Triviani. I'm Chandler. What the f***? Bing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is that like... I don't know, but you're on recorder. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Caramel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey guys. It's it's us. Us. We're back and we're better. Babe, what were we talking about today? Um, actually, I want to talk about orcas. (laughs) I saw this article. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I saw this article on puberty. I want to know first off, why is it called puberty? I don't like that it's called me too. I'm like, I've why do y'all call it puberty? It stands out, so I think they did a great job there. But like But like you know what I'm thinking. Whose pubes? Whose pubes are we listening to? <laughs> <laughs> Whose pubes are we reading about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh my God, my laptop almost fell. Okay, careful. Okay. That wasn't even me. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, breathe. That was you. You breathe. <laughs> Get it out. What about the orcas? Oh my God, ouch, chest pain. <laughs> we didn't edit this so bad. No, we're not. <laughs> okay, no, off of puberty, I read... Quit it. Fix it. No, leave my headphones. Leave these headphones alone. Okay, go. (laughs) 
Okay, we'll get to the point. We're just warming up. We're just warming up. Okay, so there are <laughs> South Africa. Yes. Imagine yourself there. Never been there, but I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm imagining. Okay. My eyes are closed. Great white sharks have been turning up on the beaches without like a liver and like a heart and stuff. And they're like, whoa, dude, like these are great whites. And like in South Africa, like to my knowledge, like sharks like love that region. Mm -hmm. And they're down with the sickness. Like imagine what is taking, what is gutting a great (laughs) shark? What is? I'm sorry, guys. It's the mantra. <laughs> oh my god, mantra makes me giggle like a little girl. Um, no, anyways, so we're like, dude, what is going? <laughs> I'm gonna ground you. <laughs> Don't stop, mommy. <laughs> Okay, back to the point. Go. Quit. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, listen. So people are like, me. what is going on with all the great white sharks? And they're like, marine biologists are like, okay, well, we do know that orca. <laughs> She's looking out the window now to avoid looking at me. Okay, I'm going to look at this side. <laughs> Okay, so anyway. <laughs> okay. Continue. Okay, I gotta start over. Okay, we had to let those out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so South Africa, there have been many great white shirts that have been washed up ashore without a liver, without a heart. I mean, this is an apex predator. And so... I believe marine biologists were like, well, what is going on with these great white sharks? Sharks. <laughs> I apologize for saying sharks. <laughs> okay, the great white sharks, it's a mystery, all right? But marine biologists who are very well-informed about the area were like, okay, there's got to be something out there, poachers even, that are like doing this. And so they have been, like, watching, but they couldn't find any evidence. And they had an inclination that it could have been a pod of orcas. And finally, back in October of 2022, via helicopter, they got an aerial view of a pod of orcas hunting and killing a great white shark. But there was mainly, it was really just one that they named Starboard, Starbound, they named that orca that, and um, later, I guess, yeah, the, that orca was the one that was killing, actively hunting that shark, and while the other ones, like, swam around, and they believe that the other ones were watching to learn because they're very social. And there's, like, footage if you Google it, but at one point, it, like, cuts to, like, just this liver that's massive. I mean, you could see it from a helicopter, which means, like, it's probably huge, like, in person. But this liver that this orca's, like, going in on, that's insane. One, I didn't even know orcas went to South Africa. Did you? No. Do you want to know what I thought an orca was? 
No, 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 no. Yes, I do. But like I know, I know what they are. I thought we were talking about plants. You thought okra? (laughs) I swear to God. Oh my God. Oh my God. But now I'm back. Let me Google an orca. Oh, they're killer whales, babe. Oh, then just say that. Well, I read this article and they're like. Killer oh. whales are actually dolphins. Oh. And I was like, oh, these guys. Yeah, they're the middle. pretty ones. But yeah, lethal. <laughs> yeah, I know they're lethal, but I they're pretty. Pull- I didn't know they could swim in. <laughs> well, honestly, context. I didn't know that they did- kill sharks, though. I did not. I did not know. But th- now they are the only known predator to great whites, aside from human beings. So they're just, they just know where the liver is and they rip it out? Well, they know it's an animal that they can team up and attack. Damn. But I don't think sharks, like, roam in packs or anything like that. I, I think, think they're, they're lone wolves. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, to some degree they're, like, with or near other sharks, but it's never, like, shark-infested water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that term tells me they can be around one another. So interesting, like all those animals. Did Kai? It smells like that's my little snookish fecal matter. We do not know why she does this. She's never had this problem before, but she. <clears throat> excuse me. We have a litter robot. It's actually Rachel's, but um, she's always used it, and then. I think it's because we moved in together. It's like one. I think it's because like she knows that she's sharing it with someone who's your cat. Yeah, and they don't always like you know get along. There's tension, but also it needs to be like up to her cleanliness standards, which I don't blame her. I do need to clean it more. Yeah, but I have also seen, especially lately, it's been like turned over, emptied. Mm -hmm. No, I know. So I'm like. I wonder if, like, by now it's like, I like it on the floor. <laughs> Leave it on the floor. <laughs> What's that song? One time Rachel's like, I was in a rush. I'm not going to lie. I picked it up with a piece of paper towel and I threw it in the litter box. <laughs> and I'll do it again if I'm late. Yeah, she'll do it. She'll do it again. Litter robot, though. We never have to pick up poop again. Nope, just a trash just, bag full of it. Yeah, just a trash can. That's already it. scooped. And then also whatever Kai leaves us on the ground as a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we so orca. animals. What? So orcas, what other topics do we have? Well, that's my inter- intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite cheese it you know what I just had the other day? A Cheez-It Puff. Okay, those are good. We got Puffs. Have you had we got those? No, no, they're Cheez-It Puffs. I think I've... No, I, I haven't I think they're brand them. new. I've never heard of them, but this client at my job is like, can we order these? Can we and have it? And I was it? like, I mean, yeah, go for it. They ordered it, and I tasted it, and I was like, honestly, this honestly. tastes like those cheese balls. What's your favorite? Cheez-It. Um, it's not that. It's... Honestly, it's the regular degular. I love the white cheese one, but I can only handle that 
I for can't a minute. eat them all the time. It's like once in a while, yeah, kind of thing. But what's your favorite chip? Like chip? Like go to like Doritos, Cheetos. Dang, I went through Fritos. A- if I really, what's the Funyuns? Want a salsa? Pringles. It's a hot Cheeto. It's a hot. Cheeto. If I want something where I know it's not going to make my breath stink to the capacity of a <laughs> sour cream and onion or a Funyun, it's a Lay's salted chip. Honestly, old school salted chip I mean, chip you can good. eat that anywhere. Yeah, that's true. My all-time fave, though, is the Lay's con limón. You know, with the lime. Con limón? Con limón. Con limón. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's my fave, I think. Childhood. But in Mexico, there's this brand called, um, I believe it's called Rancheritos. But it's like this uh, chili chip. Not like American chili. It's, I don't know, chile? I don't know how to explain chile. that. I hear you. It's really good. When we go to Cancun, I'm going to show you. Uh, guys, we have Cancun in three weeks. Three. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to be bad bunny on that. We're going to rent mopeds, maybe oh. a van. We're going to. We're not staying at the resort the entire time. No, I can't. I Don't get me wrong. I love a resort. I think it's really cool that everything's like all inclusive. But I want to eat like real street food. Me too. I've got to go. No, we're, we're going. I will leave you guys. I know. Our other friend that begins with a K, he was like, I am absolutely leaving the resort. Oh, yeah, I guess that one. Mm. Yeah. He's like, we are going. If he acts a fool. Oh, I'm going to be a fool. I'm not fool. claiming him. No, have, no, no. Oh, a fool. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. It'll be really fun, though. We have a destination wedding mm-hmm. for two lovers that are finally getting married. I wouldn't say finally like that. I don't mean I like that, but we've been It's been a long it. time coming, though. We yeah. all knew it. We love them. Not surprised, but I was shocked. Mm. I love them. Love but it's them. a lot of our good friends all going to celebrate, yeah. too. It's like, I want to say a lot. Like eight yeah, friends or more that, that we know. Had in our lives for the past almost decade. Yeah. But we all don't, like, get to see each other all the time. So this will be a Even nice, Even though we live, like, like, three miles apart. That, too. But then, yeah. That's City true. life is different life. It is. Even here in Austin, Texas. What's going on this weekend, Bestie? Um, my partner is pulling off this sick, sick event. He had been thinking for a while about this plan to hold a after-hours um, in collaboration with, like, the owners and stuff, too. Um, and he's coming together to pull it off. It's five DJs. It's from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. You rage. We're ready to I'm ride. very excited. I'm very proud of him. Um, so that's what's going on. But beforehand, I get to babysit my baby nephew yeah she's excited he's literally like eight months sharon was so excited about it she ran into my room and she's like i'm gonna get a high chair i'm like let's get a high chair i didn't buy the high chair but i want one honestly i want to sit in a high chair (laughs) (laughs) 
You can feed me. Oh. Call you mummy. My <laughs> God. Oh. Um, what else were we going to discuss? Someone on my story said they wanted us to discuss Bumble dates and awkward dates. I have none because I haven't been dating. Uh, I, I haven't done Bumble in... Yeah, you don't even know what Bumble it, looks no, like right No, I've never used now, right? Bumble. I used Tinder yeah. back in 2015. Yeah. I used it twice. See, what I don't like and about these never. apps too, like if you want to go like a higher level or whatever, or like, like they make you pay now. Yeah, that's bonkers. I think it's so like, it's already hard getting, it's not hard getting a date, but it's already hard doing dates through apps and stuff. Yeah. They make it even harder for to pay. Yeah. Like I got to pay to get five roses to give out to these girls. You know what was absolutely interesting though is Crazy. when we went to New York, we our friend's friend who I would just say she's our friend. <laughs> she was like, "You know, you would think moving to New York City would be like dating would be easier, but it is like worse." <laughs> Like Can't this whole wait. time, like I was like, Rachel, you're gonna find the love of your life out there in New York. Like it's gonna work. Like the apps are gonna yeah. be even better out there. This and that. And then she drops that bomb, and I was like, Oh my! Yeah, God. she was saying that like people who are thinking about getting married early thirties, yes, that it's frowned upon or it's weird in New York City. Yeah, no one settles down if they settle down until forties. Which is crazy. I mean, I don't think it's crazy. I hear where they're coming from, but I'm also, like, so backwards. But also for the people that want, like, families and kids. Not yeah. that you can't start that late. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. But I'm, like, for the ones that want to start it earlier than that, yeah. that sucks. It just is very interesting, the culture between, like, Austin and, like, New York City. Yeah. And I feel like that's always going to be a thing between, like, different cities and states. But I was still like, this is so interesting. Oh, for sure. A lot of the times, too, when I'm in New York and I say, like, how are you to a cashier? Or, like, I hope you have a good day. They're always shocked. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have to change this or, like, bring love to the city. We'll see what happens. But, yeah. Yeah. I just hope the city never takes away from, like, who I am. Yeah. Like, takes like that spirit away. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, makes me mean because everyone else is mean. Yeah. I will say I love Halsey and I love my one of my good friends from Jersey, but you Jersey people, I just, <laughs> y'all can be a little bit too rude and not helpful. Scream it. And... I just, I want to know what happened in Jersey to make y'all like this. Tell us. Tell us. Is it because of Jersey Shore? I hear you if that left a burnt taste in your mouth that MTV did that to you. Who knows? Once I was working at this really nice restaurant and I was working this private event in this private room. And in order to have a private event in this private room, you have to book it. And you have to sign a contract and you have to put down a deposit. Mm -hmm. And you have to meet a certain minimum balance, like in terms of spending. Or we just charge it and you don't get anything. So typically when people didn't meet the minimum, let's just say it's 1200 mm -hmm. If they only ran up the tab to 900 
we would offer, hey, I know you're in town for the weekend. Here's a couple of nice bottles of wine. Why don't you purchase this so that you meet the minimum versus just charging the card twelve hundred mm-hmm. with that deficit and you don't get crap. Yeah, because like at that point, nobody wants to eat anymore. Can't push desserts. You yeah, know what I mean? But they probably want to drink. Yeah, yeah, and but in the state of Texas. You, we can't just, like, gift you a bottle of wine at a restaurant and you just bag it up and take it. We have to pour at least one ounce of it, of it out and then recork it and then put it in a bag with the receipt to show that you purchased it. Because mm-hmm. if you get pulled over by a cop and you don't have a receipt for proof of purchase where they do know this law, you're... Yeah, you're going to go to You're jail. screwed. Yeah. And so, anyways, this... Um, the person that had... I guess, created and put together this um, bridal... I think it was a bachelorette. That's what it was. They were all from Jersey, but she was actually really cool, really nice. They were all, like, tipsy and drunk. And I was like, hey... um," Like, I caught her outside of the room, and I was like, hey, can I talk to you really quick? Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know. And I went through that whole spiel with her, and I had... I was like, I would love to bring in the sommelier so that they could talk to you about, like, really good wines that you guys could choose, something that, like, fits your, like, flavor profile. And this other chick saw her talking to me and came out. She's like, what's the problem? And I was like, whoa. And I was like, nothing. I was just talking about the contract with her and, like, how we need to meet this minimum. And I'm trying to offer some, like, really good tasty wines for you guys to sip on or wake up to in the morning Mm -hmm. and have a little of that. And she was like... Okay, well, we will absolutely meet the minimum, blah, blah, blah. What's the problem? And I was like, you know what? Let me get my manager for you. Yeah, And I stepped away. She was, like, in my face, like, spitting at me. Ew. And I was like, in my head, I was like, like if you come any closer, (laughs) if you lay a finger on me. It will be your demise. Your demise. I guarantee it. But luckily, she backed off. I was like, I was this close to giving her a Texas tumble. A what? A Texas tumble. Oh, Texas tumble. She going around house your ass. I was like, I'm going to open up a can of whoopers. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I don't take crap from nobody. No, she doesn't. Nobody. I wouldn't. You're strong, too. I am When strong. Sharon playfully hits me... Feels like I'm being socked by the Hulk. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She Hulk. She Hulky. Um, what was I going to say? Do you ever think that the club times are going to ever change in Texas? Like, will we ever go till 4 a.m.? Like, as a generalization? Mm-hmm. No, maybe for Austin only. Maybe. Because New York City... I go till 4 a.m. Certain areas, and then certain areas, it's 2, though. Yeah, that's true. Co- COVID but really changed for, her. But for... <laughs> <laughs> God, spitting. I just think they would make so much more money. Yeah, like well, the same thing, Mexico City was like that, too, like 4 to 6 a.m. and certain joints, and then COVID happened, and then... They just stopped it. Yeah. Dang. It's like 2. Some places three. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, I hope they get back to, like, the, the livelihood. Yeah. You know. There's just um, that animal that I just want to keep going. 
Keep it up. Keep it. I think that's my, like, one of my goals in life, if I ever have it, will be a venue that is, like, all night. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like, that club and the new Batman? (laughs) I want to go there. I want to go there, too. Like, let me see that. I want it to exist. My other friend was telling me about, like, have you ever seen Nine at the Roxbury? Oh my god! You know that club, yeah. That they make up where it's like the outside is like inside, and then the inside's like Uh, outside. Is that the one in the very beginning of the movie? Yes. Yes. There is one that exists, (laughs) and then there's another one that, like, I just blew an eyelash. I'm sorry. (laughs) I told her how I want like I want like a venue that's like a house, and there's one. I think it was Sweden where they have that where like every like. There's a living room with a different DJ. There's like uh, a dining room with a diff- different DJ, a bedroom. Is there a table in the dining room? Yeah. It has like, it looks like that. It's big enough and it's a legit club. Uh-huh. And I was like, hello. I want to see this. I will show you later. Because this does sound stuffy. Mm-hmm. No, so, let cool. me see it. Oh, I want to show you. There's another thing. Oh, our other friend told us to talk about Hawaii. And how, well, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but how um, people who are from, or sorry, people who are Hawaiian, mm-hmm. they don't like tourism in their state. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't feel like I should even say anything because one, I've never been to Hawaii, and two, I'm not an islander. Yeah. Or native to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear that too. I hear them though. People are coming to Hawaii. Well, see, I hear that, but I'm also like, are those islanders going to other countries? I and tor- being I tourists. Because if they're dying people. on that hill where they don't, then I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I get what you're saying. I like we have this friend who hates when people move to Austin but loves to travel. <laughs> I know it's more it like likes the, to move to other cities. I love you, but um, it's just like the hip being a hypocrite. Yeah. If, yeah. Um. Well, anyways, I understand where they're coming from. I, the people that I've met that have moved to Hawaii to the Big Island um, have said that the. It's kind of what's happening in Austin. A lot of people just moved out there. It was, there was a big boom. Mm-hmm. There was a big influx. And things are already way too expensive out there. I think, like, a gallon of milk, of whole milk, is, like, $6 and up, which is... Jeez. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. And, like, all of their other stuff is very expensive. Yeah. Um, I knew this woman who... Her husband was in the military there, so she was stationed there for a while, went to college there. And she had to buy groceries on, like, site on the military base because it was significantly cheaper um, than, like, actual prices out there. But I hear, like, rent is extremely expensive. There's, like, really nowhere to park or have a car. And if Mm -hmm. you do, there's a good chance that people are going to, like, break into it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard that tourists who come to the main island are not very respectful and they like litter a lot and this and that and that. Yeah, that would leave a very bad taste in my mouth. Not to mention how many rich people from the main island, which is 
us here have moved out there to retire and buy bigger estates on native property, mm-hmm. you know, that people have had to sell. Yeah, I feel like there just needs there. to be like an open conversation rather than people like coming to a land and taking it. So yeah. I, do, I do absolutely hear that. I do. I think they get the first priority. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it's more so the people that like, I guess what my friend was saying that like piggyback off of like, or what is it called when you're bandwagoning? What does it mean? What do you mean? Like, you you take on a belief that you don't really believe, but you're just kind of just doing it so that you're uh, okay, in the... What is that called? I don't know. My brain is a little dead. I'm just going to say piggybacking. But pretty much just like those people that like... What is it called? <laughs> it's going to bother me. Um... Anyway, yeah, no, I, and no disrespect to Hawaiians, I totally hear where they're coming from in terms of, like, that is, that sucks. Yeah. Um, it's more so, I think, what she was saying, our friend, is, like, the people who, like, say, like, they're for, like, supporting Hawaiians or, yeah. like, natives, but then they, they're, like, hypocrites, mm-hmm. too, and they're, like, not... You know, like, they still travel the world and they still go to those other countries. Yeah. I did see this interview. I think it was about a few years ago when, I believe, don't quote me, but Mark Zuckerberg bought even more property. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was on the main island. I think it was on, like, Kauai, like, a smaller, like, more native island. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, I could be wrong about that. But this woman was on the interview on the video and she was like, listen, we don't mind tourism. We are happy for you to see, like, our land, our culture. We ask that you respect it and we ask that you go home after you're done visiting. Just go back. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah, I like that. I'm not trying to retire in Hawaii. Yeah. Would I visit it? Sure. Yeah. Would I do like an Airbnb like month long stay? Sure. Yeah. But I don't like think I'm not trying do. to buy property and take space from people that deserve to live there mm-hmm. more than I do. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I feel like it's just like a conversation to be had. Like, yeah. Like asking if it's okay, like this is why I'm moving here. Kind of like what Europe does, like if you want to move to from the United States to Europe and yeah. doing all those passport and visas and you have to have a work visa. Yeah. Like something like that. But I understand, I think it's harder because, you know, like Hawaii is considered the United States too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely not to them. It used to be a kingdom. Yeah, exactly. And that was stripped from them. Yeah. It was definitely much. taken not saying that, but I'm saying that's why I think Pearl it's Harbor. easier for people to be like, oh, I yeah. can just move to Hawaii. Like, yeah. Because it's... Another thing I, I forgot that just popped up into my head was, like, there are a lot of natives have had to post signs on certain trails because visitors who, like, go to the islands to hike or, like, mm-hmm. you know, actually go into the nature, there um, have been tracking in, like... Like, they're stepping in mud. It's a very, like, moist environment. And in the mud are, like, seeds from, like, um, invasive species of plants, like flora. And when they're hiking, they're, like, stomping, they're meshing the 
the mud with mm-hmm. other stuff. And so these invasive species have taken over parts of a trail that they shouldn't be in or don't belong at. And it's really messed with the flora and fauna of the islands. And so, like, that's another thing that we just don't know. Like, sure, you and I could go and we could find a hike and enjoy it. But, like, if we don't know, like, we could really be messing with this ecosystem. I think another thing, too, is, like, those people that get mad at others for not knowing, like, that kind of information. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. Because, like, if you just don't know, like, why are you going to, you know, like... I think it's okay to... Not know. I think the bigger issue is the people that do know and don't shake off their boots or clean off their boots before they start this trail, you know? I think, like, if people are putting up signs and to bring awareness, it's now your job to read those signs and do that or don't go. Or maybe you do deserve to get your butt handed to you, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you you do deserve to get chewed out, you know? Um, I don't know. I get that stuff. I get it. I... I understand it. I can definitely empathize with them about why they're angry. Yeah. Um, it's it's like that in many places all over the world, even Mexico. Yeah. So I get it. I totally I just get wish it. there was a way we can travel the world. Yeah. And respect everyone on it. A hundred percent. I mean, there's this whole situation happening, like how there's this influx here and rents raising mm-hmm. and all this stuff and inflation in Austin, it's like that in Mexico City because all of these, like, remote workers are moving there from mm-hmm. the U.S. and they're making U.S. dollars and they're living there. And I remember I was having this conversation. I don't know with who, but they, like, started to chew me out because it's my long-term plan in a couple of years to move there and work remote. And they're like, well, you know, you're messing with, you know, the – financials and all that stuff with the people that actually live there. Like, you're kicking people out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I could have dual citizenship. I will be paying taxes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a different ball game for me Yeah. versus the other people. Like, I'm on their side, if anything. Yeah. And I'll be paying taxes and then some with American money, Yeah. if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't plan on going there just for cheap stuff i mean yeah. don't get me wrong like well, i understand it's also that it's part of your culture as well yes you, yes my mom is from there but yeah. i'm like you guys need to like stop assuming that i'm not going to be doing my part when i'm living there like well, i will be paying taxes there well i think everyone and just here fixates on like i mean it's not that i'm like careful about what i say to random people but these bigger topics well i've noticed that like as soon as i say that like they shut up and they're like, oh, I'm really sorry. And yeah. I'm like, God, we had class the other day mm-hmm. and it's a group counseling ca- class and we had like this activity and exercise and like basically the professor put up all these signs across the room and like one of them was like um, ethnicity, race, and then another one was like gender identity. One was like rig- religious beliefs, like all this stuff. And like she would read a question and we'd walk to like what we identified with, with the question. And this one was something along the lines of like, what is it that you have had to explain a lot in the past and you hated it? And like, I did that one and like, obviously nobody in the class knew I was Hispanic or that I was, you know, that this was my culture Mm -hmm. and all this stuff, like big shocker story of my life. Um, 
But I get that all the time. People, like, yeah. immediately assume something or that I'm just another white girl moving there. And, like, yeah, I'm white. Mm-hmm. But I am Mexican. Yeah. And I have rights there, rights to live yeah. there. And I will be paying my dues. And I while I'm paying taxes there, I'll be paying taxes here, too. So. Yeah. It just, sometimes I just wish people, like, would just, in their own but way, But I promise mind your their fight own business. is with somebody else. It's yeah. not me. Like, it's not, you know. I mean, we've talked about me, like, my mom was adopted and she was, she is Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know, and German and stuff. So I always feel like, you know, like, looking at my ancestry, like, I'm from, I'm Portuguese, but I'm from some island in Mexico, like, a really good percentage, too. Yeah. And I've just always, like, feel, you know, I've talked to you about this, like, I can't, like, own it or, like, get into that culture, but my friends are, like, you are one of us. You just didn't, like, grow up that way, but it's okay. You know, like, you have the permission to do it because that's, that is you. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, like, I am white, but, like, you know, like, can I never get into my culture because... You know, it's not my mom's fault she was adopted. Yeah, exactly. And she came from, like, a... It was a big Hispanic family. Yeah. Like, her biological parents were. So I always, like... I don't know. I just, like... It depends who I'm talking to. Where, like, you know, I've told you I'm kind of, like, I want to relearn Spanish again and start doing that. Yeah. But I always feel like someone's going to, like, clap back at me. And I'll know what to say. I'll just say this to them, to their face. But, yeah, I just think that's so, like, I can't help it. My mom was adopted. Yeah. She can't help it either. But, like, you know, it's, I guess it's, like, a feeling of, like, belonging to something or someone or a culture. And I've always, to some degree, wanted that. And it was taken to you. Yeah. Taken from you, sorry. It was taken from me, you know, and my grandparents, they're, you know, their family's from Russia, and so I got more of a Russian culture to a degree. Mm-hmm. But that's, I'm not Russian at all. Yeah. I'm Portuguese, Spanish, and Mexican. Yeah. That's really, that's what I am. And a little bit of, uh, I'm not Italian because my dad lied about that. Um, <laughs> there's one other, but European. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But mainly I'm Hispanic. And and Portuguese. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I just... But because that wasn't the case. Yeah. It's just very, like, people have, like... Or not the case. Because that wasn't... Yeah, it was honestly taken from you to yeah. a certain degree. Like, yeah. Yeah, there was nothing I could like, do. Like, I don't think, you know, your gra- your biological grandma was, like, I'm taking the rights to this. <laughs> yeah, cult. It's, it's not that. But it's, this it's is not a byproduct the... of... Yeah, it's a byproduct of that, but it's also, like, these other people who I don't know. I am curious, though, if these people, like, know this information. Yeah, that didn't know that and just assumed you were white because that's all you had to claim at the time. Like, you didn't take, you didn't find out about all this until, like, what, a year ago, maybe? Maybe three, but yeah, but I've also, like, even telling people that, they still clap back and say, like, but you're this has happened to so many white and I'm like Mexicans that have moved I, to or I, live in Texas yeah, too. I am white, but like I'm also 
these things. Yeah. And I always feel like I can't say that because I've had other people clap back and say... Oh, honey, like, you're saying it. Say it. Say yeah. what you just... No, I do. Say it now. Now you guys know. Yeah. That this and is it's just... Truth. It's just... I guess it's like I would never do that to someone else. Yeah. So to see someone be like, oh, Rachel, you're not this. You're white. I'm like, I, okay, like I am white. But biologically, this is where I'm from. Yeah. It's and exhausting. So it's so, because it's like, it's, you have to I stick up for of, yourself. I can think of so many individuals in my life and that I've met in passing, like in classrooms and things like that, who have, you know, ethnic backgrounds that, you know, they're mixed, they're, they're mm-hmm. Hispanic, they're Mexican, and they can't really speak Spanish. Yeah. And why that was kind of taken from them from maybe society maybe it's their parents yeah their parents so i know um it's been i've heard many testimonies i'll say it like that where their some of their reasonings is because well my grandparents fought to move here and live here and they wanted us to fit in and they mm-hmm. said well we live here now and the language is english so you guys need to learn english and so they didn't grow up speaking Spanish. They don't know it, really. Mm-hmm. Like, they know, like, simple words. They know a few phrases. But that part of their culture, of their identity, was taken. not yeah. given to them. It was taken from them. Yeah. And listen, I just feel like... How do I say this? Say it in Spanish. No. I'm trying to <laughs> just speak to our audience. I just want you to know that you're not alone. Thank you. Yeah. Because some no, it's it feels really good from like my friends who are Hispanic and Spanish, where they're like, "Baby, just own it, just own it." Because if you're one of us, you're one of us, yeah, and we accept you. And listen, you got the rest of your life to listen and learn, or yeah, not, and just simply enjoy the culture. It's yeah, that's fine. what I want to do. I just, I mean, I'm gonna do it. You know anyway. how much shit my dad got for being like a white boy. Marrying a Mexican. Yeah. You know what? He took that like a badge of honor and he polished that turd. Yeah. He and did. made it his own. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm a white boy. I just I'm think. a blonde haired, blue eyed guy. Yeah. But you know what? I do speak Spanish. He does. I got an accent. Yeah. I am a huero. <laughs> okay. I love your dad. <laughs> I love you. I'm Mr. telling you. He knows, he knows. He knows. Yeah. And, you know, after he stood his ground, my family, like, appreciated that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he's one of us. Yeah. It's just, y'all be nice. Because I'm sick of it. Yeah, y'all don't know who's struggling with identity issues. Yeah. Y'all just be judging. Uh, Quit. Yeah. Do it's better. just a no, it's like, ew. Or maybe teach me something. Yeah. Or, like, or not teach me something, but accept me. Or don't. Or don't. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> but don't be rude about it. Yeah, who's got the time for that? It's 2023. No one does. I don't. Okay, I'm going to pivot. Yeah. Reality shows. Who's got the time? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've me? been watching them. Not me. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of time. Okay, so last weekend we were watching Love Island. Yes. And pretty much they. it starts off with... Five people, five girls, 
And then they bring out the dudes and then the girls step forward if they want that dude to be their partner or whatever. Right. Listening. And so they go through this little process and then they're on this rooftop with a pool like for maybe the next four days or whatever. And then they they literally have to stay on the rooftop. They can't go like the only way they go to the bedroom is to sleep. That's it. Mm. Like Why? They Do they have like cameras? And yeah, they have cameras. Oh, okay. So they make it like that. Exposed. They make it very controlled at first. And, you know, there's like, when did you slam your coffee? I haven't slammed. I didn't finish all of it. Honestly, I've been egging you on to finish that. Oh, is this a coffee matcha break? Cheers. Oh, Cheers. This is so rude. I've been waiting for you. We're here. No, but anyway. And they, you know, like they get to know each other. They do all this back and forth, talking, talking. And I cringe at the way these people get to know each other. It is not reality. It's literally... Is it like fake? No, I mean, it's real, but it's just interesting to like... Like me watching it, I'm like, this is not how dating is in real life. There's no way. Can I ask you a question though? Is it... Are you saying this... I'm assuming I don't watch a show. Yeah. Are you saying this because you are into... Like, gay dating culture? No. Okay. Okay. I'm saying this as in, let's say I was straight again. Mm -hmm. And me being straight and having somewhat of dates and boyfriends. Yes. It is, it has never been like that. Got it. It's never been like, it just isn't reality. And those... (gasps) Sorry, I thought of something. Go on. It's okay. And when I'm watching, I'm like... Not everyone looks like this. Yeah. Like, they don't. Yeah. And then you see, like, little, like... um... Okay, so also in the show, as you keep going, you can regroup and pick someone else as your partner. But then they throw in five new people. Why? Just to... Who comes up with these games? Drama. Honestly, the narrator's annoying, but he's kind of funny. Um... And I don't know. I was just watching it, and I was like, this is the problem with these TV shows is because their audiences think that this is, you know, like if you're young and not 27 or you're ignorant about it, like how dating is or whatever, people think that's like how it is. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it feeds into our teens. It feeds into our kids who maybe watch the show too, and they think that. That's the reality. And I'm like, that's well, not the reality. Hmm. It's just weird. Yeah. That's weird. Because these people are falling in love. And I'm like, it's been... Do you really think they are, though? Honestly, the way they come off... No, I don't think they are, like, for real, for real. <laughs> but they're definitely getting in their feelings and being like, I really like this person. Like, she's the one. And I'm like, you have known him? On this rooftop for four days. You have not Weird. gone out with him on a date. You haven't seen how he interacts with other people in a club setting or wherever, going to get a coffee. You haven't seen how he talks to his mom. You haven't. Oh, is it bad? 
No, I'm just oh, listing okay. things yes, that they're off. only showing where it's Say like it. getting to know someone on a rooftop for yes, four queen. days. How are you supposed to get, like, what? She said what? I said what? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it all week. And I'm like, this is the problem. Or one of the problems. It is entertaining and it is funny, yes. But it's so, like, it honestly makes me sad. Yeah. Because they I are, understand. Like, and it's on national TV. Travesty. Travesty. Imagine me on a reality show. I could. I mean, I'm not. Never- I could. I'd be upset. I'd be, I would never do Why it. Why don't you beat one of the people that you're like, I'm in love with her. This is the one. I'm for four <laughs> days. Honestly. <laughs> it has I'm like, wait, is she projecting? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> oh, my God. If my dad listens to this episode, he's going to be like, Sharon, you need your inhaler. <laughs> he, like, sends it in the mail. Yeah. Um, I am also going to pivot. Let's pivot. Once upon a time, I worked with this individual who is in the gay community. Mm-hmm. And they expressed to me that they hate when straight individuals go to, like, drag brunches or gay clubs or anything like that. They, like, can't stand it because it's... Not for them. It's gay community culture. Like, it's LGBTQ (sighs) culture. And I don't know why I didn't ask this, or maybe I did and I forgot. So if they're listening, talk to me, call me. Um, But I'm curious on your opinion. How do you feel about that? You know, since I've gotten into the culture a little bit more, I feel like... The more you tell people they cannot be in a community, the more we're always going to be divided. Mm. And we're not going to try to, like, get to know each other. Mm. Like, I love that my—we've talked about this before, that most of my straight, like, um, male friends, cis— Gender? Cis? Yeah, cis male. Cis male— have supported me more than my gay or my lesbian friends. My gay men have always supported me. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think like saying that, and no offense to your friend, he might or he or she or they, mm-hmm. they might have had like something happen to them where that's left a bad taste in their mouth. Of course. And that is totally valid. There's a total possibility. But I think. And also I do, you know, like... I do remember... Okay, I'm sorry, go on. You know, I also hear, like, too, like, the Colorado shooting. I was almost at Club Q. Yeah? Me and my friend, we were like, hey, let's go to Club Q tonight after we go to all these bars and restaurants. And I'm like, bet, let's go. I want to dance. And then we got to the end, and we were like, you know what? Let's go home. Like, we're tired. We had a great day. Let's just, like, go and relax and catch up. And, you know, the next day I'm getting my phone's blowing up in the morning and I see that Club Q was shot at and by someone who seemed to be straight or not all there. And, you know, they are, to some degree, people out there that hate us. But there are other people that love us. Yes. And I think... There's always going to be good and bad of everything. But if you keep saying, like, 
other people know you can't support us by not coming to a drag brunch or not do then we're always going to stay divided. There's yeah. like no one's ever going to win. Yeah. And it, it'd be the same thing if like straight people were like, hey, you can't come to this bar because you're gay. Yeah. And though we've had that probably in the past mm-hmm. with clubs and, you know, like straight people treating us wrong. I just don't think, I don't think, I don't think, Kicking a group of people out is ever going to be the answer. I mm. think the only way we can learn from each other is to support each other and how we are. And, you know, like, that's, you know. I mean, we had one, or like on New Year's, when um, Sharon and we were at a predominantly gay bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Chirrups. We love Chirrups. And we have some of our straight friends with us or bisexual, but mainly gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this woman, like, runs into Sharon and she's like, she said something where she's like, oh, are you gay? And Sharon's like, no, but she is. And she, like, points to me. And then she says something, the girl says something to Sharon's partner, my best friend, too. And... And I think she asked him, like, if he was. Yeah, she was like, well, she looked at me. She was like, oh, well, you should be. And then she pointed to our two other friends who are straight. And they were like, or she goes, hey, are y'all gay? And they couldn't hear because we're right by the speaker. Mm -hmm. And one of them goes like, oh, I'm good. You know, like, I think he thought that she was asking him, like, a question or something or like if they were okay or whatever and she goes then y'all don't need to be here and then I heard it and then our friend heard it um and he goes well y'all are queer like y'all support like all of us like yeah no she needs to go she's like he goes I can't stand stuff like that yeah and it's rude because very distasteful yeah Sharon and her partner are my bestest friends who have supported me in being gay practically, well, my whole life, even being bisexual and more towards women. Mm-hmm. So it's just very, like, I feel like assumptions get the best of people. And it's just not nice. Like, how are we all supposed to, like, get along and get to know each other if we are always like, no, you can't come to the brunch or you can't come to the drag show because you're this way. Mm-hmm. You're just you're just hating. Like what's the point? Then yeah. we're always going to be divided and we're never going to like have fun together. Well, I was also just interesting that like how she was like saying, "Oh, well you should be like you should be gay," you know, like Yeah, or saying then, that. No, but she said it like like a flirty way. Yeah. Which is people flirt, people say stuff Definitely when they're drunk. Yeah. She definitely was. I think we all were a little tipsy that night. Um, But I guess the level of aggression grew towards the men. Yes. And I saw that. And I was like, whoa. Yes. And that's what I've discussed this before. Like with my lesbian women, they have hated men because of their experiences. Sure. And I totally hear that. There's some dirtbag men out there. 
Yeah, I Emphasis have def- some. I have definitely dated some. Yeah, definitely yeah, for sure, 100%. But I've also found so many good ones. Mm-hmm. So many good ones that have supported me, who have supported others. Yeah. Who are gay, lesbian, trans, mm-hmm. all in between. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know. I was also discussing with one of our friends that, you know, like I'm a lesbian Christian. Oh. And that did not go down well. With no, him. it no, it did go down well with him. <gasps> it did. Oh, it was I love that. And you know, he we just kind of discussed like how a lot of us have religious trauma and I definitely have. That's yeah, probably same. why for the most part I didn't come out gay cuz one I didn't know like what feelings were and I didn't know, you know, like if I like a girl I'm going to hell. That's just what it's always been. But mm-hmm. I also came from my grandpa who said, no, it's about love and just figuring it out for yourself, figure out God yourself. But I am a Christian to the degree that I do believe in God and I do believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. However, like, I get very, like, people, you know, when you, like, when I say it, people are, like, very drawn back. They're like, whoa, like, they either think that's so cool or they like hate it because they're not into God, which is totally fine. If you if you don't believe in God, it's totally fine. But don't like be rude to me because I do. Yeah, and everyone's entitled to their own beliefs. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, and that I think I don't think I'll always struggle with like religion and my sexuality because to be honest, I don't. I don't really care. I'm going to be who I want to be and I'm going to love who I want to love and believe in. But I think I'm always going to have kind of these hard conversations sticking up for myself. And, but that's okay. I'll lead with light and I'll do that. But yeah, it's just like being mean to someone that you don't agree with their beliefs and you're being rude about it, but yet you have your own beliefs and you don't want other people to be rude about it. It's the same thing. Just be nice and respect. But She said be nice. I said be nice. And because respect. it's not going to do anything. You're just going to always be like, oh, well, I mean, I'm not saying pe- someone's doing this to me. Oh, Rachel's a gay Christian. Like, yeah. F her. I'm never going to get to know her. And I'm a great person. Yeah. And that sucks for you not getting to know me. My and- uncles are from Mexico. Yeah. And they're gay. Yeah. And they're Catholic. Yeah. They make it work. We support them for making it work. Yeah. And I'm sure they've had a lot of, to be honest, like hard conversations. Obviously, like they couldn't get married in the Catholic Church. They are married. Love that. Um, And we love them and we support them. I just don't... I just think, like, we are all different in our own ways but we can also be like, we can still have fun together and we yeah. can still talk. We can still go to the movies. There yeah. are things we can agree on. Yeah, of course. And respect each other and learn from each other. Yeah. So with your back to the question with your friend, you know, I don't know what happened to them to feel I do, that way. I, it came back to me. Oh, okay. They did say that they're like, listen, I know that you're very queer friendly. Like you're a part of the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um like, all of your friends are predominantly queer. It's different for you. Mm-hmm. But they were talking specifically about, you know what? I don't work with them. 
or their partner anymore. So I'm going to say it. Their partner was hosting this bachelorette. Not hosting it, but put everything together this weekend in like Louisiana or something. And one of the events was like this drag brunch. And to my knowledge, based off of what they had said, Mm -hmm. was that their partner's friends were all predominantly like, I don't, I guess more red. And I don't know if that entails like anti-gay because Mm -hmm. I do know that the bride was their best friend Mm -hmm. and that they were totally fine with like the gay community, you know, and like supported it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if your best friend's a lesbian, you have to support it to a certain degree, I feel like. Um, Now the other people, I don't know. Never met them. Can't talk about it. But I do know that that's their biggest reasoning was that those people maybe in their perspective were not so supportive and we're still reaping the benefits of the culture. Yes. I I was going to say there is probably like a more reason like having a group of people who are against it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also would like to challenge that because people's theologies and beliefs change all the time. Sure, yeah. Um, But I do like, you know, like, there are people out there that go to drag brunches and drag shows, and they're they're haters there. Mm -hmm. I have seen it myself. Mm -hmm. But if you, yourself, if if you have this assumption that someone's going to come in here and, like, be that way, but they're actually being really nice and supportive, then you need to stop being a Grinch and assuming that they're going to... She said stop. I said stop. Because you're... It's just... I, mean, I could go back and forth about this forever, and I'll, I'll probably always die on this hill. But die you can't. <laughs> but you can't keep. You know, people change. Yeah, they really do. Absolutely. And maybe it takes them a really long time. Say it. But like, you gotta, you gotta, to some degree, put them in your shoes and vice versa, and see where everyone's coming from. Absolutely. Um, I want to have a chit-chat chatty. Okay. We're going to pivot. This was great feedback, though. Thank you for Thank answering. You. Thank you for coming. I went kind of hard. I'm, excited. I'm glad I I'm did. I'm glad you did. You deserve to go kind of hard. Hard. Your experiences are very dense. Yeah, they are. Very dense. Um, I wanted to talk about... Nepotism. Okay. Wait, what's nepotism? Oh, okay. Describe so, again. No, I got you. Okay. So, a lot of people have been catching heat, such as, like, Hailey Bieber and kids who are either children of actors or um, musicians or artists in the industry. Um, Some even, like, double whammyed her because she is a part of the Alec Baldwin family. And her dad was an actor, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, she's married to Justin Bieber. Basically, they, they're like, yeah, she piggybacked off of him. And so she <laughs> wore this crop top, this white crop top that says Nepo Baby or Nepo Baby. Oh, my God. I thought it was funny. And people are still just, like, railing on her. And she's not the only one. They Wait, went- what does nepotism mean? Basically, it's like... When you're famous, you're famous because of someone else in your family. Like you have success because of someone else in your family. Got it. Typically a generation or 
maybe even something that you married into. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Kardashians, they, like, crapped on Kendall and Kylie, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, that's God. one example. But they went in on um, Uma Thurman's daughter and Ethan mm-hmm. Hawke's daughter as well. Uh, they went in on, like, Lily Collins. Like, all of these, God. like, actors and actresses. And then some of them were, like... I feel like you should really go in on people who are actually, like, not in, like, the entertainment industry, but more so, like, stockbrokers and things like that. And I'm like, stop. Just, like, why do y'all care so much about other people's lives? It's like, just, like... If you really think these people don't have talent, then don't watch their shows. Don't yeah, listen to don't, their music. Why don't. would they have a job? Also, if you're going to die on this hill, do not ever listen to a Miley Cyrus. I don't want to hear you sing Party in the USA on the 4th of July mm-hmm. if you're against this. I don't want you to ever... I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't... It Honestly, you it goes back to what that. we were discussing a minute ago. Like, these people... Like, I mean, not a minute ago, but, like, Haley Bieber cannot help... That she's a part of the Baldwin family. Yeah. She was born. Into it, yeah. Into it. This goes back to my class the other day, that that exercise I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And while mine was like, oh, there was a question. And it was like, the, the professor was like, what is something, a conversation is that is difficult for you to have with another person? And like this two... Uh, women or two students in my class, I'm just going to say that. I don't know what they identify as, but they went to um, the class one. And th- this person was like, I'm, I feel guilty having conversations because I was born into this family, this country club family that I didn't earn any of that money. I didn't like make any of that. Mm-hmm. I was just simply born into it. And I oftentimes feel like I can't talk about this because I catch a lot of heat or because it's an awkward conversation yeah. or because people just can't relate. Like, I, and I get that. Yeah. And I felt bad for her. Cause like you felt like the room get quiet and like people like, like yeah. the tension build. And it was like right after this um, woman, she was, she went to a HBCU, which is a predominantly, black university for her undergrad and she like stated she was like I'm not gonna lie I looked at this room and I'm the only black person until this other person came in and I was like oh thank god you know like and they explained that they came from like the projects and all of this stuff and like they expressed and were very vulnerable about like their whereabouts and um upbringing and like you could feel like there's a lot of polarity and um, I don't think the tension was just built off of that by any means, but I like you could tell that this girl just felt very guilty about like being born into an affluent family. And I'm like, that sucks. And listen, I know that you could talk like a whole thing about this, mm-hmm. but I hope you don't mind. I'm going to speak for you. Yeah. I just feel like it's not okay to judge people off of what they're being born into. Yeah. If you don't, Vibe with them based off of that. Go walk away. Go make yeah, another friend. Like, exactly. Avoid them. Avoid us. That's... If if 
I would understand more if somebody was like waving their money or like a black credit card in front of my face or whatever. Yeah, like, or there are yeah. people that but exist. But the people that are like, like that. being but- vulnerable about that, saying like, hey, I know my privilege mm-hmm. and I know that like this is me being vulnerable and honest about a conversation I feel like I can't have with people. Like, yeah, I mean, and you're I, gonna shame them after yeah. that. Not that that happened. Like it, it was yeah. actually really cool. We all like really That's learned. Good. Like we really like came together as a class. Cool. And um, yeah, I just I hate I think that crap. When people try to do that, like, I mean, I've said this before. I am very pri- privileged. Um, where my family is very wealthy, but. Um, I've had three jobs or a job mainly my whole life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just like assumption. What it sounds to me, and I'm really not trying to be mean or anything, but everyone to some degree wants money. It's not only that. Or like... I've even noticed like... Or like who doesn't want to be like... Again, (sighs) I feel like if you're going to be that far-fetched on this like this polar opposite situation, no gray area. If you really want the mirror held up at you, if your relatives die and they leave you something, anything, Mm -hmm. if it's a gold bracelet, some people who have even less than you could even look back, look back, sorry, look on you and be like, well, hey, you still inherited something. I have nothing to inherit. You know what I mean? Like, just be careful. Like, people could even, even though you may feel like, oh, I'm lesser mm -hmm. or, like, my family doesn't have much or whatever, and you still inherit something. Let's just say you have this, you have that. But let's say your whole life, which I have a lot of friends who work very hard for their money Mm -hmm. and they're building. But they will to cuz i believe everyone is successful and they'll get their money eventually what about i feel like they end up ha- like having money to then pass on to their kids yeah and then it's kind of like you know like you go Which, from honestly though i would hope that would happen no, I, I, I would hope, hope it does happen i would hope that like you I would see the benefits everyone. of leaving something behind of your kid because yes. you struggled and not that i want people to struggle but that yeah. I guess that you saw that there could be benefits of having something to leave behind. Exactly. Or, or there, that it shouldn't be villainized if you decided to go that way. Yeah. Like now, Daniel Craig, um, the like most current, most recent James Bond, has stated in multiple interviews that his estates are not going to his kids. Like, they're not getting all of it. Like, a majority of it is just going to be donated or yeah. whatever. And I think that's fine. That's his call. Like, if, I think if that's what he wants like, to do, then cool. Honestly, at the end of the day, just mind your business about that stuff. Mind like, your if, business. If, look, I hear you that there are snobby rich people who are mean Same. or who are... Encountered them. Who are awful. My whole life. I've been around them my whole life. But my... My grandpa and I'm just gonna say my grandpa. My grandpa, who was dirt poor, he grew up in Chicago. He was born on a kitchen table in a one bedroom apartment. He didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And he rose to the top and worked his whole life. 
And no, I've never had to struggle. That's true. That's 100%. But just because I didn't struggle in money does not mean I've never struggled in my life. Yeah. And I think that is the same for Haley Bieber. Maybe. Don't know her. We could, honestly, we all could be wrong about these rich people too. Yeah. Because a lot of them could just be a front about them having money and then they're really in debt yeah. or have a lot of cars they really can't afford. Yep. And it's a front. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it sucks. I like, I remember once in high school, I had a hand-me-down car that my grandma gave me. It was a Cadillac CTS. And I worked at Pizza Shack. And I had one of my, she was my friend, I'll call her that. Um, But she like walked around and she, she was like, Rachel, or like said it to someone or someone or said it to me. And she's like, Rachel, I had no idea. Like, like you were wealthy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do you say that? And she's like, well, I saw your car, so on and so forth. And I'm like, you know, it's just not like what it seems to me is you're going to, you're looking for something to like be mad at or to like, And she wasn't, she wasn't saying that in a mean way. She was saying like, Rachel is really cool. And though she like comes from a wealthy family, she doesn't really come off that way unless you look at the things she has. Yeah, sure. And I was just like, yeah, because y'all are just kind of assuming, you know? And look, I, yeah. Uh, that is something also that I'm probably going to get for the rest of my life. I have also, I'm sorry to Keep put it going. in, but I have grown up with people who have grown up in like McMansions mm-hmm. and who have always chased money, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not saying like go for your dreams, go for your goals. There's no shame in that. But I think when you've thrown away friendships and people who have supported you all along. Like, I'm just saying I've known people with absolutely no money at one point in their life covertly be crummier. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've met some, on the other side, I've met some extremely wealthy, like grew up in this nice, wealthy family. And maybe their family members are kind of crummy, but they aren't. Yeah. You know? I just like... You got to read. You got to read the room and you got to see also how, like, you just don't know. Like, unless the person tells you where they're coming from. But if they're being a good friend and a good person to you, then why does it matter so much? Yeah, let people do what they need to do. Yeah. Like, I just think at the end of the day, everyone to some degree, and I am not, look, I have friends who have struggled very, poorly and are very hardworking. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's not that I'm not a hard worker, but to some degree it has like, when you come from money and you have everything given to you, mm-hmm. you can have all those things, all the materialistic things, but if you don't have a purpose in this life, you're to some degree going to be depressed. Yeah, I have absolutely. definitely experienced that. And I'm not saying, like, 
you know, like you see, like Robin Williams had everything. Okay, or, I, I also there's more to that than that though with him. There is, and I hear that. I heard he was like diagnosed with multiple things that were basically going to, like he wouldn't have his body anymore. Yeah, for and sure. on top of that, that I feel like boosted the depression. One hundred percent. I just I guess feel what like I'm I needed to, say... to like change the narrative on Robin in case people didn't know. Yeah, that's fair. But his wife did speak about that. That yeah, it, that like well, the depression just, was a small thing. I guess what thing. I'm trying to say is just because you're yeah, you I have you. money doesn't mean you're happy. Oh yeah, for sure. Sure, it might solve a lot of problems in your life, but maybe not every yeah. single one of them. But if there's a you know like it's just rich people, poor people, middle class people. people can cheat, they can lie, they can steal, they yeah. can do all these terrible boogeyman things. Yeah, it's just... It's up to you if you decide to keep some of these people in your life, even if they're good. If for some reason you have this bias towards them, acknowledge that, sit with it. Yeah. Decide if maybe you can change that. Maybe you can challenge yourself. If if you don't want to do that work, that's fine too. But it's a bit selfish in my opinion to keep going on knowing that you have that and you're not taking care of yourself because you're doing yourself a disservice at that point. Like this is no longer serving me. Maybe I don't want to fix this. Maybe I don't want to change my opinions about this person. Valid. Valid. But move on. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. If you don't want to be associated with this person, if you don't like them, then stop talking about them. Move on. Let it go. But yeah, back to the Nepo babies. Yeah, with that. Y'all have got to stop. Yeah. I just think also to some degree, like, I don't ever want to be famous because of all that That stuff that comes with it. It sounds terrible. But when you think about it, all I kind of hear is just... They want to be like them. Judgment, they, jealousy. Judgment, jealousy, judgment. And I'm not sitting here like, oh, like, you're jealous because they're so rich yeah. or whatever. But there is something going on where you are very much judging them mm-hmm. for the things they have when they, you know, like, I don't know who's talking to you or whatever, but if they're a good person, then why are you judging them? Yeah. It just doesn't, and it's really, honestly, it's really no one's business about your finances. It's, it's, it's just not. Yeah. It's no one's business. And it's just, I just think it's, I do also feel that like if, I'm not saying this about you, but other people as well. Like if, if it's becoming a problem, then maybe don't disclose it too. Yeah. Um, oh, and, have, and if people yeah. are like villainizing it, then you know not to hang out with those people. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I've had that. But like before. more so on like celebrities obviously can't really hide that. Yeah. Um, that's already out there in the public. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, don't buy their products. Don't watch your stuff. Don't listen to their stuff. Yeah. Just you're there's kinda plenty being of a, other things out yeah, there you're that you're kind of being a hypocrite. About read that. or. Yeah listen to or watch or wear. I mean, like, 
I don't know. I just feel like the opportunities and the options are limitless and to fixate on one thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand generational wealth. Like, I get that it could be very problematic. But I feel like when it comes to, like, this specific topic, like, these kids couldn't really help it. Yeah. And some people, like Angelina Jolie's kids, they're choosing not to get into this industry. And that's fine. Or whatever at least some of them aren't you know that i know of that's okay that's her choice yeah i I just that's it that's it for today you don't have anything on that let us know but no like also when i'm talking about this stuff i am talking to experience that i've had people kind of stop being my friend because they're judging me on what i have oh and and I actually had this conversation with one of our good friends, too, where she's, like, she's African-American. Mm-hmm. But she does very well for herself. But she has yes. friends who treat her poorly because she does well for herself. That sucks. And it's just, you know, well, you can... I'm going to... Send some love to her. Yeah, send some love. You know what? We love her. Listen to me. Do not feel guilty about what you've achieved, mm-hmm. how you spend your money. Mm-hmm. Period. Flaunt it. Enjoy it. You earned it. Yeah. Period. The friends that say crap to you, girl. Yeah. Push into the side. Keep going. and Keep shining. Yeah. Keep shining. Y'all just need to be nicer to each other. Straight up. It's just... <sighs> Guess what? One of my favorite Nepo babies said this once in a song. Everybody has those days. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Everybody has those days. Wait, how do you sing a song? Sometimes I'm in a gym. I gotta make a plan. It might be crazy. But what's the chorus? Wait, say it again? It's that Miley Cyrus song. Be or crazy. Hannah Montana, I guess. Oh, nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it again and again. I get it right. Hey, nobody's perfect. Love you. Isn't that Hillary Dove? Girly. Oh, maybe it's not. Okay. We love you guys. Also, Miley Cyrus' new song just came out. We gotta go. Flowers. We gotta go watch it. Bye. Bye.